Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. International courier company JNT Express, which led the Southeast Asian Express delivery market last year, has recently applied for an initial public offering in Hong Kong. And that's despite the current slow recovery for corporate fundraising in the city. JNT's proposed Hong Kong listing comes amid a sluggish recovery in the city's IPO market. No final decision has been made, but it's considering a share sale in the city from around 500 million U.S. dollars to 1 billion U.S. dollars as soon as this year. So to find out more about the significance of this proposed listing, joining us on the phone today is Nirguna Teruchelvam, who is the head of consumer and internet at Aletheia Capital and the author of the book Investing in the COVID Era. Nirguna, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for your warm welcome. I'm delighted to be back on. Thank you. I am very delighted to have you back on as well. So, you know, JNT Express, it's a Jakarta-based firm and it has applied for an IPO in Hong Kong. Why Hong Kong? Well, Hong Kong has a very deep capital market. Mm -hmm. The appreciation of some of these tech names among Hong Kong investors is also of a significantly higher degree than it is in Southeast Asia. Mm. I see, I see. But, I mean, it's expected to raise over $1 billion in share price, which would make it one of the largest Hong Kong issues in 2023. Would that be possible given the current slow recovery for corporate fundraising in the city? It has certainly been a difficult year. We are just coming off a fairly sluggish period, but there could be a change in people's perception because Hong Kong is now becoming a center for Asian tech stocks in general. Mm -hmm. As I said, there are deeper pools of liquidity in the Hong Kong market versus Southeast Asia stock markets. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And Hong Kong hasn't, I mean, seen a $1 billion plus IPO since CALB Group, which saw $1.3 billion listing last October. How significant will it be if JNT Express does indeed reach that mark? It would be a significant boost to the IPO market in Hong Kong in particular, as well as the Asian tech market in general. So this is a very significant move in this market. A billion plus dollars raised in an issue would uh, encourage many others to look at the opportunities in the capital markets. Okay, okay. What would the IPO price of JNT Express then imply for its equity value then? We are uh, unsure about the pricing at this point. However, we have delved into the competitive position of JNT Express. Mm -hmm. And one thing that it has in its favor is that it's the number one express delivery player in Southeast Asia. It has stolen a march over its competition in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Many e-commerce players are using JNT Express to deliver their packages. Not everybody has the infrastructure to deliver Uh, packages on their own. So people like Shopee and Lazada may have it, but Mm. the others, in particular TikTok, need someone like JNT Express to advance their business in e-commerce. 
Okay, okay. I mean, JNT entered mainland China's logistics market back in 2020, and it said that its total revenue last year reached 7.3 billion dollars, and that's up from 4.9 billion US dollars back in 2021. What's your outlook on JNT if the IPO is successful? People would be looking at it from the perspective of a multiple on the top line. Mm. People would need to get a sense of what the appropriate price to sales multiple should be or the EV to sales multiple should be uh, by benchmarking against the other players in this industry. So you need to look at it versus people like UPS, Mm. uh, people like FedEx, as well as some of the uh, localized uh, logistics players. Mm. This Mm. company focuses on a certain sliver of business which is expanding very quickly. More people are using e-commerce. Not every e-commerce player has its own logistics to deliver packages. This company is probably going to deliver not only packages, but it's also going to deliver growth. I mean, you mentioned UPS and FedEx. I mean, these are very big players. If this IPO is successful, can JNT Express also be in that top tier as well? Those companies have a much larger scale of business. Mm. Uh, for example, UPS has been in operation since 1907. Um, It's unlikely that that the scale that uh, JNT Express has in Southeast Asia can be compared to what UPS is doing. But people need to benchmark the growth factor, Mm -hmm. which is that JNT Express is viewed as a disruptive player in a market where someone like TikTok is about to emerge as the most dynamic player in the e-commerce space in Southeast Asia, because more and more people are watching TikTok's dance videos Mm. and then clicking on the e-commerce functionality that you get in Indonesia. Okay, okay. We'll dive into TikTok in a bit. But would this IPO also pave the way for more companies to be listed in Hong Kong? It is certainly conceivable that more companies would be encouraged to see Hong Kong, not just as a source of capital for the Hong Kong, China or East Asian region, but for Mm -hmm. Asia as a whole. I mean, JNT Express revenue it has grown 3.2-fold in the last two years. It, of course, has positioned itself as the principal external delivery service for ASEAN's bustling e-commerce market. What would this IPO mean for ASEAN and China then? It would mean that ASEAN is going to be viewed as a dynamic part of the e-commerce spectrum in emerging markets. Mm -hmm. You need to understand that for people in the emerging markets of Southeast Asia, such as in Indonesia or even parts of Thailand, purchasing an item on the internet is the very first time that they're engaging with retailing, especially if you're in some of the far-flung regions of Indonesia. Mm -hmm. It's not like in the West where Amazon uh, uh, emerged as an alternative to Walmart the Mm. conventional retailer. That creates a massive opportunity size for people in this region because e-commerce is basically enabling people, connecting people to the international retailing network. Okay, okay. Will this also, I mean, you mentioned this earlier, but will this also have an impact on the ascent of TikTok? I mean, given that TikTok is a key customer in Indonesia? That's correct. If we delve into TikTok's emergence, Mm -hmm. you can see that They have entered e-commerce relatively recently. They've been doing dance videos for a while. Mm. And they have found that the core TikTok user is interested in about 30 items, fairly basic items. In Indonesia, most people buy things like cosmetics, headscarves, beauty items, and 
people watch dance videos and are encouraged by the creator economy to click on to the e-commerce functionality. We don't have that in Singapore yet, mm-hmm. but in Indonesia, basically at this point, TikTok may be having 10% of the e-commerce GMV in Southeast Asia, despite launching their service very recently. It's possible that they could have a third of the market in two years. Okay, okay. Then what's the outlook for TikTok for you if this IPO for JNT Express is indeed successful? We are positive on TikTok. It's important for TikTok to continue their launch into the other countries in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. It also needs to understand that they are not uh, going to be completely successful unless they expand the range of items that they offer. As I said, they're restricting the sales to things like headscarves and beauty items. But as their business develops, they need to provide books, electronics, a vast array of items that you can get on Shopee and Lazada. Okay, okay. And other than um, JNT's proposed IPO, are there any IPOs that we should be looking out for? Certainly. You should watch out for Stripe. Mm. Stripe hasn't officially announced that they're going to go public, but the Wall Street Journal has Mm. recently published a report where they said that this company could go public within a year, and this was six months ago. This company recently raised $6.5 billion at a valuation of $50 billion. How many private companies can do that? Mm. This is basically an enabler in the e-commerce space. It's probably one of the biggest companies that you have used but have never heard of. Mm-mm. Right, right. Well, there are lots to look out for. Interesting <laughs> times indeed. Well, thank you so much, Nargunan, for joining me today. You're most welcome. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking to Nargunan Teruchelvam, who's the head of consumer and internet at Alethea Capital, as well as the author of the book, Investing in the COVID Era. This has been Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.